Welcome to Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad. This is Matt, and this week we are going to be talking about new music, which is the thing that they call the music they write when you study composition in music school. You can't say atonal music because it's not always atonal. You can't say 20th century music because it is now the 21st century. So it's just new music or new concert music. Either way, it's very confusing to anyone who didn't go to music school. So Rich went to a particularly bad concert, and that led to us discussing uh, more of what is possible in the crazy world of new music. Let's, let's start with, uh, you said you went to a show. Oh, God. I did go to a show. This was bad. This is, one of, this is probably the worst show. Wait, you have a program for it? I have the program. Oh, Are Because I would not be able to remember. Am I what? Are you mad? Are you uh, in a fury? I don't. <laughs> so, for those playing the home game, fury was the was the name of the event. So, that, so it was way woodier over here. Yeah, uh, this okay. So, if you're a longtime listener to the podcast, you know, <laughs> you know my comments on listening to contemporary classical music at at like when you're stuck at conservatory and it's like school, and and this was the basically this almost the same thing. The reason this was different was because there was one good piece on it as opposed to zero, um, but it was really bizarre that that piece was on there because it made such a stark contrast <laughs> with everything else. So let me, let me just get that out of the way and tell you the, the piece that totally ruled. So uh, there was this woman, Jessica Meyer. She plays viola and she played it with a loop pedal. And she had this piece called Into the Vortex and it was like, pretty brave it was there was like a lot of shreddy viola shit and like over a loop and she even did the ingve where so she plays the open low string and detunes the tuner while she's doing that so she's like <laughs> it was uh, it was so cool um so yeah she was she was killing it that so she wrote that piece too like she writes um i haven't had a chance to check her stuff out but she says she's done a lot of stuff with loops and, um, you know, from her bio, which I read because I needed to do something during the show. Um, and there were only so many notes I could take, yeah. which I took a lot. Uh, so in her thing, she says she does a lot of that. So, so that, so yeah, Jessica Meyer, you check her out, especially if you're into weird electroacoustic music, because that was really cool. But yeah, the rest of this thing. So there. Oh man, there's so much. I don't even like. I don't even know where to begin. The so let me look at my notes. The the overwhelming sort of sense that I had during this thing was is like, are these people aware of everything else I could be listening to right now? <laughs> no, right? No, because when you ask, when you okay. So I I say this to people all the time, and but I don't know if people listening to this know this thing I, like i don't care 
if your rock band that's playing at a bar sucks because it's a bar i can talk to whoever's there during the show and they sell alcohol like there's so many other things going on but when you show up to one of these like you know concert music things where you are supposed to sit quietly like (laughs) so it's it's like you are stuck man like you are there listening to the music then that's it um and and so it's like well so if you're if the ask is listen to this music then it needs to be something worth (laughs) listening to right and okay so like yeah i was just like right of spring is a thing like when like when people no so like when people write music uh and again i get it if you're like 14 and or like you just want to like jam out whatever but if you're writing fucking concert music like where you have to know how to notate you need to know the ranges of stuff and it's like you know right of spring is a thing and so it's like think about this would you rather people listen to your thing or right of spring for the millionth time <laughs> and right of spring for the millionth time wins out over like everything <laughs> that i hear at these fucking shows and so this one was super weird because okay yeah it's like i felt like i was back in grad school um and and i gotta preface this with so it's like when we talked about protean collective and i was saying like you know my uh take on it's genuine because like I'm friends with them and their first album sucked and I told them that, right? <laughs> yeah. So when the second album came out and I was like, this is amazing. I'm not saying that because I'm your friends because remember how I told you that first album sucked? Okay, I know almost everyone that was involved in this concert. Yeah. And some of them are some of my best friends. And this was fucking <laughs> total shit show. <laughs> like, it's it was so terrible. And, and like, okay, all right. I gotta I'm getting frazzled right. here. I gotta I gotta let me let me let me get back to the notes. Um so right, so I'm sitting there and it's difficult right to capture the mood or explain to people, especially if you've never been to this sort of new music concert, because if you live somewhere like St. Louis, like this shit doesn't even happen there. Yeah. Right. The only places where these sorts of things even happen are at like universities and on the coasts. Yeah. Uh, and Chicago, actually, there's a bu- there's a venue in Chicago. It's called Constellation, where they have lots of new music concerts. Um, so, sort of the the test I developed for for how weird this music was but also that would maybe convey something to those who have no idea what i'm talking about is i wondered during most of these pieces if whether i i could just start in the middle of the piece just sitting in the audience go just start talking aloud and everyone would be able to hear me and then be like is this a piece of the art or am I just some asshole talking out of place? And you wouldn't know. That's the thing. There was there was one piece, the looper viola piece, where you would have been like, why is this guy talking? But for any of the other pieces, there would have been sincere doubt about 
is this guy talking out of place or is this part of the performance? <laughs> you wouldn't have known. It was like, so we, we were talking, so we were talking about this earlier. My, my, uh, I was telling Matt, like my thing for if, if I'm like, I so I used to have, I used to look like a rock star and, so if I was somewhere important, like say like first class on an airplane and ma- people might think I was famous, I would tell them that I was the guitar player from Tonic because you can't <laughs> prove that I'm not. Okay. Oh Especially God. on an airplane. Like you can't yeah, just yeah. like Google that and be like, you're not this guy. And well, the thing is, fight Wi-Fi now. Well, right. But, but if you, but if you pull up, if you pull up this dude's picture, aside from the age, but again, like if I was famous, I'd probably be aging really well. I look close enough that maybe that's what I looked like in the nineties. Right. And so it's the same sort of deal where I'm like, if I start being an asshole in the middle of this prove that I'm not supposed to like, like you don't know. And then, and then if like, what would be even funnier is if someone like they started to like refute that, it, you know, it'd be a total like who's on first thing. We're like, you just engage in this dialogue as long as you don't back down. Right. And someone like, if someone was like, like, quiet they're, they're playing someone else would be like "Ooh, this is an interesting exchange right and then right and then i'd just be like shh and like yeah. ev- everyone be like shh and then right when the guy's like come on man you go and then be dead silent right, right. and then just look at him like come on man you're, like, you're ruining the art <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's like a kodata whoop, whoop. Right? show yeah okay and so now I imagine some people listening to this are like, no, this didn't happen. This is not a show. All right. Let me let me tell you something to maybe if you're not convinced at this point, let me let me tell you something that hopefully will convince you. So one of the pieces, this dude brings out like a big um not like Tupperware. It's like one of those containers that you'd maybe you store a bunch of sweaters in, like in the summer, you go put it in your storage space or whatever. This big pla- big plastic container filled with water that at the beginning of the piece he pulled a like a spaghetti strainer like a colander or whatever at, like this is how the piece started was he pulled the spaghetti strainer out of the water and then it's like psh, as the water drains out and then and so this guy this guy has like I'm sure he has like a degree in orchestral percussion right and this is what he's doing. <laughs> yeah so then because uh, he's playing um. He was playing mallet percussion with like uh, marimba, vibraphone, glockenspiel. So he's got the mallets right, and and he played on some other pieces. And he's playing mallets on this piece. And there's a part in the piece where like he has to like um, slap the top of the water, so it's like psh, 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 right with his hands, and then immediately play mallets again. So he's like his hands are wet, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm just like okay. But anyway, and then again, and then. Uh, after, hold on, so I wrote this down. Let me make, let me make sure I, I get this correct. After he pulls the, the, um, the strainer, like they all, they didn't like, sh- it was like, it was like not a hiss, but not a shit. They all made some weird sound. And then, um, and then later he actually pulled the, um, he pulled the strainer out again. Like it was some sort of, recapitulation i don't know but but so let me let me talk a little bit more about this piece because so after the after the strainer and the hissing um the violin played one high harmonic and the piano played one low note like and they but they but so on the violin you can sustain the harmonic right but the piano you have to keep restriking the note so it's like 
and it's like bong 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 and it was in this rhythm that it felt like some kind of bizarro christmas carol <laughs> like it was like don't i was just like oh this shit you've given me like, an idea for a piece by the way a bizarro christmas carol <laughs> no just a bizarro like concert piece oh well i'm sure you could get it programmed we just we just need like, oh wait, a uh, wait. no so, i'm sorry so, this wait, was... hold on hold on so by bizarro concert piece is it going to be tonal? Like, is it the opposite of... Oh, we're well, going to talk about that. It doesn't that. matter. But I think a way to jazz these shitty performances up would yeah. be to have a ring and some backyard wrestling going on <laughs> oh, in the foreground. It's, speaking of which, did you see the thing I tagged you in today? The, so Protean Collective, again, they posted right. this thing. Oh, they were yeah, like, the yeah. heavy metal and pro wrestling heavy podcast. Metal oh, and fuck yes. I was like, Wait, we need to us? listen to this. Well, right. I'm like, that's what we talk about. Yeah. Oh, my God. But right. it's totally was... unintentional. It's just what happens. Right. No. So we got to listen. It was called um, Neckbreaker. I think so. Shout out to some podcasts none of us have ever listened to yet. Your format sounds interesting. It's probably gonna be super disappointing. But anyway, yeah. we'll go listen to it. Report back. I hope. Well, no, but I but, hope it's super disappointing because my whole thing is like every time I hear about a music podcast, and I'm like, all right, let me see what these guys are about, and then I'm like, all right, cool. They're not doing remotely the same thing <laughs> I'm trying to do, and they can go fuck right off. Yeah. Okay. Or I mean, check out their podcast. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I haven't heard it yet. We haven't heard it. We, we neither. Uh, we got to take a very Herman Cain stance on this. Yeah. Um, okay. No. So. So. Right. So the tonal thing. So. Right. So these pieces. It was super weird because. So a bunch of them, were in this thing where. Right. Like there's this trend in concert music, called new simplicity, that's been big for a minute. And the thing is, you can't just write straight up tonal music because then you just sound like a crappier version of Mozart or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, why would I listen to this? So people, it's like their new spin on tonality. Okay. And one guy got it right. And, but in his music is not part of the new simplicity thing. Radovara's Seventh Symphony is like, is like crazy good. And it's also like loosely tonal. Like a lot of the stuff is, um, it's tertian, but it'll be like augmented triads and stuff, right? So that's not like functional, like do so do, right? Um, okay, so then, so what they do though is they're like, okay, well, so it's like tonal, like it's in a scale, like there might be a key signature on mm. the thing, but then there's like no melody, and so you're like, so you're like, well, so what, <laughs> you know, you know, because. Because even atonal music a lot of times has a melody. It's just weird. So then it's like, okay, well, then there's just this this mass. So that doesn't really make sense because you've taken tonal music, which is this thing I'm not going to go to a new music show to hear, and then you removed half of what makes it work. So now <laughs> it's just, like, really bad tonal music. I don't, like, I don't understand what the motivation for this is at all other than you're mistaken <laughs> you know what i mean it's literally it, oh, it's so bad okay so then um a lot of these pieces were for voice it had at least one vocalist and when i took it was like one of the first composition classes i ever took in undergrad and we had to we had to do like a schubert style art song and one of the things uh the professor said he was you know don't don't repeat text okay because you know uh, there's a lot of stuff when you're writing art song about 
diction. You need to write in a register where people can understand what the hell you're saying. Because, it, you know, this it's not the thing where you have the liner notes, right? You don't have the lyrics. You need to understand what someone's saying. And if you notice, and this is one of the things that really bugs me about heavy metal, if you listen to, like, run-of-the-mill heavy metal, not major label heavy metal, so, like, not Queensryche or, or stuff that actually does this right, and you'll mm. understand realizes when i'm done saying it if you listen to say even shit that totally rules like mercenary mm. you listen to the mix right the vocals are way out in front when you listen to queen's and they're just buried in the mix when you listen to mercenary or like anything else yeah and the intelligibility is really bad a lot of times you need to read the liner notes and we're, I'm, we're not even talking about black metal here like right, right. where people are growling or shouting oh, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. i mean it's literally just you're singing but you didn't think about intelligibility and it's not mixed for intelligibility and you're like well i have liner notes and english is my first language anyway <laughs> so i'm not really qualified to to uh you know have an opinion on what qualifies as intelligible Melody Garden, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Memory Garden? Sorry, yeah. wow. Well, I thought that oh. we were making a joke based on the thing, but anyway. It works. We'll, uh, we'll let that 